Well, hello everybody, and welcome to a special edition of Infection Control Matters. And uh, this is a pre-ICPIC conference session, and uh, I'm delighted to be joined by the organisers, uh, Professor Didier Pitet and Professor Stefan Harbath from the University Hospitals of Geneva, who have been instrumental in setting up the programme, uh, the spectacular programme, I have to say, for this meeting, uh, but also in organising the first hybrid conference, where we've got a significant face-to-face -face component, as well as the virtual components, which possibly may be a part of a model of conferences going forward forward. So uh, could I start with you, Didier, and could I talk about how you're dealing with the COVID side of things? Well, hello, Martin. Nice to be with you this, this morning. And uh, well, doing with, going with the COVID situation is quite easy, if you want, because most of our people are vaccinated, first of all. So it's uh, uh, above all the best protection. Plus, we will, of course, have all the implementation of what is uh, to be known to protect against COVID. So alcohol-based hand rubbing all over the place in the meeting. It used to be the case, but this case, uh, people will use it more and more. We will will keep some sort of social distancing, of course, to make sure that we don't uh, take any risk. The rooms are extremely large, so we are not we are not anxious at all. And we are using this COVID pass that is used in Switzerland as well as in the rest of Europe and works everywhere. I got some messages this morning from our, our friends from Iran coming to us. Their vaccines are, are, are accepted into our, our COVID system. So, so uh, it, I'm not afraid at all. In fact, and if people attending this meeting who are the best people in infection control in the world uh, cannot, you know, understand uh, this, this is, this would be a failure, but I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure that we'll have absolutely no problem. We even have the capacity for field testing if we want. Yeah, okay. I mean, you're looking particularly relaxed about it, I have to say. Yeah, absolutely relaxed. Stefan, the program contains a fantastic array of speakers from all over the world, and I'm wondering if this maybe gives us a little opportunity going forward as well, because I, I, I like you, have organised meetings, and sometimes there may be a speaker coming from a long way away, and they just can't physically make it um, because of, of travel, and they have already commitments in their own area. Um, so, do, you know, is this something that may carry on going forward, where there will be a hybrid element to all of the face-to-face -face conferences? Uh, that's a good question. You know, Martin, uh, my predictions uh, about the future during COVID and after COVID, so far we're all wrong mostly, you know. <laughs> but I would say that for smaller meetings, uh, probably there's still an advantage to attend physically, you know. There is still this element where you have face-to-face uh, -face contact, you have these exchanges during coffee and lunch breaks. And I'm not so sure that um, if you are living in Europe, for instance, that uh, uh, the physical uh, attendance will become obsolete. Mm. However, you're right. Uh, ICPIC always tried to attract colleagues from low and middle income countries. They, they may have funding issues, they may have travel issues, they may have visa issues. And having this kind of hybrid format could offer a platform of exchange between high and low middle income countries. Mm. And therefore, I think, yes, there is possible room for future hybrid conferences uh, to allow global participation. Yeah, I mean, I know we all like getting together, though. Yeah, overall, I would say that uh, most people who could not make it, and we will come back on the, the people who unfortunately were invited as a speaker and couldn't make it, uh, are regret, regret to not to make it, because they know that this meeting is really a, a in presence, uh, real meeting where you talk uh, together, you you meet mm. friends, you have new ideas, and and I think that this is 
of course, something that uh, we are exploring for, for the first time, really. Uh, and and that's, uh, yes, Stephanie is, is correct. For low and middle income country, it may solve this issue this year. But nevertheless, we have a lot of people who want to come from North Africa, for example, and mm -hmm. most of them will be present, will be present. Yeah, I mean, I know my two colleagues who run the podcast with me, Brett Mitchell and uh, Phil Russo in Australia, are extremely jealous about the thought of actually being able to travel. Uh, if I could go on to talk about the program, and you start off in a really interesting way with the keynotes on the first day, and John McConnell is going to be talking about, you know, the, the problems with publishing and, and the preprints and the, you know, the quality of papers published in, during COVID. Is that something you've been concerned about, Didier? Yeah, really. We have been really, really concerned. And we suffered actually during the past 18 months from these high number of publications, uh, pre-print pre or even printed and accepted papers. And uh, we asked John, you know, John, John was, has been editor in the Lancet for years when he decided to create, and he was the founder of the Lancet Infectious Disease, being now the editor-in-chief in charge of a large group and the Lancet Infectious Disease received uh, many more papers uh, last year uh, than, than ever. And of course, as you have uh, seen, uh, even in such high-level journals like the Lancet, the Lancet Infectious Disease, despite of these quality control that they do have, then the high level of, of, uh, of, uh, of uh, necessary involvement to get published in those papers, there have been some bad paper published, some papers that have been retracted. So we asked John to think about it and to share with us what was the burden on his side. Mm. Clearly, as you know, in this time period, most of the best reviewers were simply not available sure. because they were just too busy mm -hmm. controlling COVID in their institution. So uh, a good journal cannot survive without outstanding reviewers. And that's probably one of the questions, plus the amount of work. So we are really looking forward to see John summarizing it for, for us. And I'm pretty sure Stefan is, of course, sharing this because we have been speaking about it a long, uh, many times during this period, Stefan. Absolutely. Yeah, I completely agree. I mean, the, the quality of many papers has uh, decreased. There have been scandals even, you know, like the famous mm -hmm. Lancet paper that got retracted. And, you know, there was this incredible flood of, uh, let's say it a little bit provocatively, of academic opportunism, academic cannibalism, you know, that... Uh, uh, I've never seen that uh, in my scientific career before, you know, everybody wanted to take advantage of this uh, pandemic. And, and, and of course, uh, uh, people who are not necessarily knowledgeable about infectious diseases, about um, the basics uh, of epidemiology, of, uh, you know, in our field of uh, virology, of infection control, suddenly everybody jumped on the, uh, on the train, you know, and this caused the... Uh, a huge uh, turmoil, and therefore we are very happy that uh, John McConnell will provide his uh, behind-the-scenes perspective on these issues. Yeah, it was interesting. The whole world seemed to become an epidemiological expert for a period, although, although then they switched on to being you know, football experts during Euro uh, 2021. <laughs> and now they're back to being Olympics experts and uh, things go on like that. I mean, you know, what, what are your highlights then in the program, Stefan, could I ask you? Yeah, because there's, there's a lot of highlights as far as I can make out. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, uh, you know, I don't want to uh, point out one single speaker or session. I think it's like always, ICPIC will be, uh, has a huge variety of uh, very uh, 
highly skilled speakers from both sides of the Atlantic. We will have great topics. So just to point out some sessions, of course, we have uh, COVID as one of the prominent uh, uh, subjects with, the, uh, for instance, uh, sessions on the experience from different countries around the world in, in Lebanon and South Korea and Switzerland and France. Mm -hmm. What did they do? What uh, was successful uh, for control? Uh, we have uh, lots of sessions on the most controversial issues surrounding COVID control in the hospitals, the masking business, the mm -hmm. uh, screening business, you name it. Uh, then we have also the, the other topics, uh, you know, uh, surgical side infection control uh, with very interesting sessions on, on, on some of the latest news. And so it's really the, the important spirit of ICPIC is to provide not only knowledge and high-level scientific evidence, but also provide uh, the, the, the information for practical implication, you know, for so that everybody can have uh, the right mix. And to, to state it a little bit bluntly, it's like if you're in front of a nice gelateria, uh, <laughs> of course, you're not going to eat all the different flavors of ice cream, but I'm sure everybody will have uh, the ice cream flavors they want uh, to have for themselves and their institution. So it's again a tutti frutti gelateria of the top level science and evidence and infection control with some practical implementation aspects for, for everybody. Yeah, I mean, it's a bit like standing in front of a Swiss gelateria, though. You've got a lot of different flavors that you want to eat them all at the same time, and they are all at the same time. But the beauty of the conference is we can always go back uh, and, and check out the sessions that we missed. I mean, I'm really quite interested in one of the first sessions, actually, the how you know healthcare-associated COVID actually is going to reshape our thinking of normal infection control going forward from Denise Cardo on day one. And Didier, could I, have you got any particular highlights, things that you're looking forward to listening to? Well, uh, you, there are many uh, highlights, uh, as you as you just said. I mean, how will uh, you know COVID reshape uh, infection control? Definitely, infection control is coming at a different level. It's seen at a different level now. Uh, people, uh, CEOs, know what is infection control. Even chief of government have heard about infection prevention. So that that would be uh, also discussed and addressed. And as usual, we have, uh, of course, uh, many other aspects. And uh, I, I hate to always speak about uh, my, my favorite topic, uh, hand hygiene, <laughs> as usual, as usual uh, during it peak. We, have, uh, we are the best place in the world probably to receive the, the high quality science on hand hygiene, behavioral science and infection control. We have received a lot of abstracts. There are more than 400 posters. Uh, that would be presented, and, and uh, uh, it, it's really fascinating to see that the field continues to progress over time, and for me, it, it, it's really nice. In addition to that, we have our classic, I can speak about classics now, because we have our Innovation Academy, where people providing new things, new innovations uh, uh, can come and compete for the best innovation with a pitch on the first day, uh, and, and, then a, and then a final on the last day, and then we award the best. And remember, the best uh, uh, innovation always became at least a startup, if not a company, uh -huh. then uh, producing something useful in the field of infection prevention and control. So see, this is all of this is, is for us uh, very, very exciting. So we are moving in this ICPIC program between whole genome sequencing talks uh, uh, in the field, 
skill to uh, basic hand hygiene as well as innovation technology and and uh, public policies in infection prevention and control and that's that's really nice and we have the privilege as you know to be uh, i mean helped sponsored if you like uh, uh, by the cdc european cdc who so all these people are connected to us and it makes it really uh, a really important event that we all are looking forward to go through yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to the posters as usual. I always like posters. I, th I think you get a lot of really good practical how we did it type of stuff. And to get over 400 is is really impressive, I, I have to say. Um, so I think what we're going to be doing during the meeting is to actually try and grab some of the speakers uh, each day and maybe grab a quick word with Didier and Stefan uh, during the meeting and have another couple of podcasts next week during ICPIC. So uh, is there anything else you'd like to add about the meeting, Didier, apart from how much you look forward, you're looking forward to seeing friends again, I should think? Well, I'm looking forward to see also a reaction to our, our different activities, including the the ICPIC quiz. We have a ICPIC quiz uh, uh, as last year, and we'd like to people to participate as much as they can by listening to the lecture, answering to the questions, and of course, the best answers uh, will be awarded. So they will be pretty exciting. But uh, it's a great idea that uh, we we had together to try to have a podcast uh, every day, looking at the highlights of the day and talking with some of the speakers. That would be a great opportunity for. Uh, all of us to to share and including for those who would not be here i would like to say that uh, uh, all our sessions would be followed live also there is a, a possibility to follow live and the recording will remain until the end of the year so people could uh, even look at different sessions simultaneously uh, uh, retrospectively i think that's a really good point because I've, I've actually often registered for a meeting online, knowing that I wasn't actually going to be able to go to that meeting online, but I have over the next week or two been able to pick out the sessions I wanted to listen to uh, in, a, in a smaller bite size, because I, I found sitting in front of a computer all day, every day at the ECMED meeting actually was very, very tiring, just staring at a screen and you're not interacting with anyone, but actually the ability to be able to go back over the next few weeks and pick out the sessions you really wanted to listen to is actually a really good way of, of being able to get the most from the meeting because I think your concentration span maybe if you're staring at the screen online is, is quite difficult so you know I think there's a great opportunity there as well. Uh, Stefan any final points from you before we meet again next week? Uh, no I'm just looking forward to, to meeting you Martin and uh, all the colleagues who will be able to to attend uh, in person and uh, I'm sure that uh, it will be a very successful conference uh, like always mm. so I've, uh, I've no uh, doubt that um, it will, again, be one of the highlights of the year for those who are active in infection control. Yeah, I've no doubt about that either. So uh, with that, we'll bring this particular short episode of Infection Control Matters to a close. Looking forward to meeting everybody at ICPIC next week in Geneva. And uh, I hope to speak to many people during the conference and bring you some of the highlights of ICPIC on a daily basis. So thank you very much, Stefan. Thank you very much, Didier. Have a nice weekend. Ready for next week. Thank you. Thank you, Martin. See you soon. See you next week. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.